Hello gamers and welcome back to the JRPG Report. This is episode 129 for your listening pleasure. We are back. We've got a jam-packed show full of good news tidbits to go over in the JRPG world. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let's just get right into it. We kind of teased a little bit last week that uh, we would learn a little bit about more about the next Trails of Game. So, actually, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, August 27th, in Japan, The Legend of Heroes Hajimari no Koseki will come out. So, uh, just to kind of (laughs) maybe take a little bit of edge off of that one, uh, President Toshihiro Kondo of Falcom said in the latest issue of Weekly Famitsu, let's go ahead and talk. Now, first thing, he wanted to talk a little bit about um, Hajimari and the fact that there will be a new major update on October 1st. It's going to add um, the True Reverie Corridor EX, which is an enhanced version of that corridor. It will include additional layers, episodes, playable characters, increase the cap level. Um, says it incorporates information that ties into the next game. That's where it's important. And of course, there's going to be PlayStation VR support in the Vacation at the Beach minigame. Let your imagination go wild with whatever you want to as far as VR and all the Legend of Heroes characters at the beach. I'm not going to dive into that one. Um, <laughs> not touching it. So let's get into what is really interesting about this one. And that is, I guess the next game. So keep in mind, cold steel four doesn't come out for two more months. Hajimari Nogazeki in the West. Let's be conservative and say it comes out next holiday season. Right. Um, I dare say it probably could even slip into 2022. If things don't go well with the translation, um, Let's talk about the next game after that. This is the game that's it's not going to be a sequel to Hajimari no Koseki. It is not part two of that. That game is a game within itself. It ties up loose ends. Now, not to say they won't be connected, but it is not going to be the sequel. He, uh, in fact, he says, please don't worry and actually laughs. Places that they have not... Um, this game is going to be in a completely new setting. So, um, not exactly sure what that's going to be, um, where, where the series has not gone before. That's basically the only thing that we know so far about this one. Um, take what you will. It's interesting to see where this one's going. Uh, he says information about new places, organizations, and characters actually appear in Hajimari no Kiseki. He says, I recommend you play through the main story, Reverie Corridor, and extra scenarios to get some clues about what that next game is. Now, this one is where it gets a bit dicey, and I don't exactly know what to tell you. They... It says action time battles are no longer. Hedgemar Nikoseki is its swan song. These are command battles with action elements and greater real time nature 
without an action time bar. This is a type of battle that's never been seen before. So what does that mean? <laughs> I I'll be honest, I don't really know what to tell you. It wasn't like uh, whoever was interviewing the magazine you know, kind of pushed back and said, hey, wait a second. So basically this system that you've built up all this time is going to be no longer. What does that mean? Obviously this is so far early in planning stages. It's not exactly sure what's going to be and what's not going to be. Um, all I'm saying is this has never been seen before. Now, the first thing that popped in my mind was it's just going to be different than it was before. So it, I kind of read into it that it's a little bit, and, and don't say that, don't quote me as this is exactly what's going to be, but maybe something more like Atelier Raza to where um, you are commanding, or I, I will say Raza because that still maintains the turn-based aspect of it rather than going full action with command options like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, both of those were enjoyable, but I just, I can't really imagine, uh, Legend of Heroes going that action route. Although anything is certainly possible. I mentioned Ryza because that still maintains strategic turn-based items. There was still an order to it, although it kind of says, you know, that the action time bar will be gone. It will become a command battle with action features and a lot of real-time elements added. We're just probably going to have to wait and see what Falcom has up its sleeve. We're going to be waiting a long time until we know what they have up their sleeve, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. It's nothing like what I expected. I expected just um, continuing the evolution that they had going in these two uh and the last two cold steel games what they were doing in hedgemar and just kind of making something awesome in this new engine utilizing what they had done and built on for so long maybe that's just not good enough anymore i don't i don't know what to tell you so initially i'm kind of like oh no what are they doing but we know literally nothing about it and until we really see it and learn more i'm going to kind of hold off on judgment as far as that goes. So the last bit of information that was in that article uh, mentioned his last statement was the cast of characters is largely different. The important characters that have all appeared thus far are present, but the characters that lead the new the story are new. And there are hints of this all throughout Hajibari Nokoseki. So that's pretty much everything that was in the article, at least what's been translated and uh, we've got our hands on. As soon as I hear any more information about this, of course, you know, I'll pass it along to you guys as we always do each and every day. The upcoming unorthodox JRPG, Yakuza Like a Dragon, will be coming to the West for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on November the 13th. Uh, this, uh, of course, PC version will be via Steam and the Microsoft Store, publisher, Sega, and developer Ryoga Godoku Studio announced. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon will also be available for Xbox Series X, on the day of the console's release in November, as well as PlayStation 5 at a later date. Of course, those new systems still don't have... Oddly enough, they still don't have a firm release date, and they still don't have 
pricing just yet. I think a lot of that has to obviously do with the fact that we did not have our big trade shows this week. Those might have been announced at those. Since we didn't have them, they're like, well, we'll just kind of hold off. I, I don't know. Uh, going along with that announcement, Sega released a new trailer dubbed How Will You Rise? which shows the protagonist alongside the other party members and swapping out more than the 20 unique job classes that are available <laughs> throughout the game. Um, Ijiban, the lead character, he envisions himself as the lead character in an RPG and his battles take the form of turn-based RPG battles. I encourage you guys to check out that trailer. It is available, of course, over on the JRPG Report YouTube channel. And it does show all those different classes and different uniforms. This game is obviously going for a unique, uh, humorous take on the genre. And uh, those different outfits are reflective of that. So yeah, go check that out if you're curious about this uh, upcoming game. You don't have to wait too much longer. Come, Yakuza Like a Dragon coming out in the West on November the 13th. As we do just about every week, well, especially now, every week we're doing an update for Ayuden Chronicle 100 Heroes. Uh, this week, well, uh, last week we mentioned there was going to be a teaser trailer coming out for it, and it did, and it showed what they called the United Hero Attack. Very short little video, about 30 seconds long, but there's a lot of information going on in that. So it actually shows a battle. It has the six heroes in battles against, oh, what are those enemies called? What do they call them? Plant, plantbinos. <laughs> Look like little plant-like enemies. And it does show them kind of on this, that little cliff area that they've shown in other trailers. Um, but there's, what I thought was interesting is a little menu that pops up right at the beginning of battle. There's a lot going on in this, in this screenshot that, um, uh, here. So, of course, it's got the six characters, and they are maxed leveled. Um, level 99 HP at 999 uh, MP at, what's it? Yeah, 999 as well. But there's the initial menu comes up, and you have four different options. You can fight, support, auto, or escape. So this one actually chooses auto, which is interesting and it automatically pulls up the united hero attack so it shows two of them going off on there as we've seen in plenty of other uh Sukunin titles a joint attack between two characters and this one pretty much uh obviously at level 99 you're going to wipe out <laughs> pretty much any of the standard fair enemies that are going to be thrown at you but it is flashy it's pretty it makes you just, if you weren't already crazy excited about this upcoming game, which is still two years away, you're going to be even more so when you see this. It is a awesome, awesome video. Updating its Kickstarter, um, it is just about to end, and they have reached uh, some other uh, goals. Let me see if we can get into that. Of course, this thing changes each and every day. Um, let's see. Yeah, this one was two days ago. Um, they're getting very close to the $4 million mark. 
Um, at 3.6, they hit the all hands on deck card battle mode. This is what your typical TCG mini game. Supposedly, taverns throughout the game will have NPCs that can challenge you to matches. It kind of sounds like a uh, triple triad from Final Fantasy VIII or uh, Treasure Cold Steel 3's Vantage Master. And just personally, I, I don't care for <laughs> those games uh, in in my JRPGs. I know a lot of people do. It's just it's just not my thing. At 3.7 million, the stretch goal is the playing favorites ranking mode. This one's kind of interesting. It's an offline and online data collection service that keeps track of who people are using. Uh, they, they, the one comparison is to how they do it in um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, or in uh, Catherine shows the choices other people's made. Uh, you saw it in Persona 5 where you can see what different people chose to do uh, for their day's activities. Uh, it sounds like this would work similarly, only uh, AODN Chronicle would let you know who tags along with you and who other people are adding to their party uh, they did reveal two more stretch goals as of this writing at 3.8 million was the heart of gold then there is a second backer vote at 3.85 million which is something only listed as patience um back at three point at 3.275 million we got the marissa dlc has been funded. She was one of the first characters announced, uh, the dark scared uh, female character with the staff. Um, trying to think what else that they had on there. It's, uh, this DLC will be a five to 10 hour story focusing on her and that players will get this added on for free. Uh, if you are a backer of this um, Kickstarter, if you are not, then you get to pay for DLC. Uh, just like, every one of us this will end actually as of this recording will end on august 28th so just two more days to get this one all the way fully funded it's getting there um remember their initial goal was half a million dollars so they and you know maybe that was being conservative they probably had a pretty decent idea this one was going to be successful i think the last i heard it's now the sixth most um uh, by the numbers, it's had the sixth most amount of funds added to a Kickstarter program in history. That says all you need to know about how rabid fans are for this type of thing and um, how excited people are to potentially see this game. Like I said, it's not going to be for a while, not until 2022 in the fall, but it looks like it is in very good hands and we should see the fruits of their labor here eventually. And that does remind me, I need to, I got to, I've been, uh, been trying to remember so hard to go and do that. I need to go and do that today before I miss my chance. Got some smaller stories that uh, broke today during the Nintendo Mini Direct. I think they were spotlighting on a smaller independent people, and some information came out of there. I'll go ahead and also tell you, this is going to probably be a little bit shorter on today's podcast. There wasn't a ton of stuff coming up, and I didn't have any other listener reviews to read. So um, today it was announced that Monster Rancher 2 will launch for the Switch via the Nintendo eShop iOS via the App Store, and of course Android via Google Play on September 17th in Japan for 2,820 yen. Koitecmo 
announced. They showed a brief little trailer to go along with this. It was part of the whole direct. So I've just downloaded that. I've got to cut it kind of up and, and piece that together. I'll have that on YouTube. It might be a little bit. Things are a little hectic today. But so, yeah, that was announced. Still no word on if that one's coming to the West or not. I didn't see this one coming, but Square Enix has announced Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend for the Switch. It will launch on December 15th worldwide in Japan. It is called the Saga Collection. So if you're like, what Final Fantasy Legend? That kind of rings a bell. What was that? And you older gamers... We'll know, of course, those Final Fantasy Legend games were the ones for the Game Boy. Um, this collection includes parts 1, 2, and 3. Uh, here are a, is a brief overview. The first three games are coming to Nintendo Switch in one collection. The first Game Boy RPG to sell over a million units in the memorable first installment of the series, Final Fantasy Legend. A title that gained popularity through its refined gameplay system and the journey through a diverse world, Final Fantasy Legend 2. And a unique story that traveled across time and featured a new and innovative character level system. That's Final Fantasy Legend 3. This collection includes new enhancements like high-speed mode, as well as unique features to the Switch, such as adjustable screen... <laughs> screen. Good grief. Adjustable screen magnification and game screen background customization. Featuring compatibility with, of course, handheld mode, but also on TV mode and tabletop mode. Furthermore, this game also revives the nostalgia of playing the original by enabling vertical usage of the console after removing the Joy-Cons. That's pretty cool. Take your collection on the, co on the go with handheld mode. Share your journey on your TV. And remove the Joy-Cons to get that retro Game Boy experience. Also, a uh, of course, there was a video to go along with that is that just broke it'll take me a minute but i'll get that over there on youtube at some point for you guys to check out um was this a part of that as well i don't maybe it just broke at the same time um no it's part of it. there's nintendo logo so kingdom hearts melody of memory will launch for playstation 4 xbox one and switch on november 11th in japan we'll get it two days later november 13th in the west for $59.99. So they're getting a full... Oh, wow. They're getting a full game out of this one. Uh, the PlayStation 4 and Switch versions will be available physically and digitally. Pre-orders are now available on the Microsoft Store and eShop and soon on the PlayStation Store. Users who purchase the game via the PlayStation Store by December 31st will receive a Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory theme. Of course, this one is the... Uh, little musical game. So here is the overview. In Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, a whole host of familiar Disney friends, foes, and adventures await. Players will experience the magical, the magic of musical exploration by traversing through worlds packed with rhythm game action challenges as they collect and master over 140 songs from the Kingdom Hearts series along the way. Whether alone or with friends and family via local kiosk, I'm not doing too well today. Via local co-op and online multiplayer, players will need to defeat tough enemies and bosses to achieve the top ranks. Through three different playstyles, gamers of all ages can choose their level of challenge, depending on whether they want to enjoy the songs and adventure without complicated controls or showcase their skills with complex combos and put on the ultimate performance. Again, 
trailer to go along with it, I'll have it up at some point today. That seems like a pretty good spot. We'll take a quick time out here. Be back with the second half of episode 129 here on the JRPG Report. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I don't want to uh, forget to mention, give us a like on Facebook, uh, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got daily videos going on almost every day there. As well as, if you get a chance, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, don't forget to leave us a review, or at the very least, just click on five stars. You, you know, it's probably good. Four, nobody, who does a four-star review? Come on now. <laughs> Put five out there, and that'll help bump us up the ranking so that all those people who want to listen to the podcast are able to do so. Um, we talked a few months ago that Atelier Raza, Ever Darkness in the Secret Hideouts, uh, was the highest selling game in the Atelier series. Well, they have now surpassed 500,000 units worldwide. Publisher Koei Tecmo announced a good benchmark for this game and obviously further kind of uh, justifies them wanting to make a direct sequel uh, coming out here next. Uh, not too long, just a few more months, and we'll be getting the uh, sequel to that, to the Arise of Lost Legends and the Secret Fairy. Um, in the in Japan, December 3rd, we'll get that Western release date sometime in the winter. But I kind of feel like maybe since they announced that one, this original got a little bit of a boost and has seen some some sales. So people want to get in on this series um, before the new one comes out. It's always a smart idea. Um, we had talked uh, not too long ago about the Dragon's Dogma original anime series that was coming onto Netflix that will premiere on September the 17th. Well, they put out a trailer for it. I've not got a chance to really dive into this one too much, um, but it looks interesting. Um, I've got Netflix, so I certainly want to check it out. I think it'll be interesting to see what they kind of do with it. Honestly, I want to see kind of how cheesy they do it because they could <laughs> they could do it. Uh, the story could come off as that a little bit, but I'm hoping that it is done well and is enjoyable to watch. We'll just have to wait and see. But if you're curious, you can check out that trailer as I put it on the YouTube channel. Also over that over there is the Inside Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition Developer Diary. This is featuring... Um, who's on this one? Akakishi Kawaza, the original Chronicles producer, as well as Toshiyugu Antahana, the original character designer and art director. So actually this was filmed back in 2018, but it talks to them about it, uh, maybe the original, uh, what they were doing, and then moving forward on it. It's a long uh, interview, I think about 18 minutes. So if you want to check that out before the game comes out in just one more day worldwide, August 27th, you can do that over there on our YouTube channel. We've been getting a steady stream of new screenshots for Shimigami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster. Well, there's, I think, about 24 new ones. What I gathered up, I put those together into a little slideshow. So if you if you don't like clicking through images and waiting for them to load up, I mean, 
Good grief. Some of these images, I swear, it takes longer to load the image up than it does just to watch a video. So I said, why don't I put all these onto one short little two-minute video, put some music behind it, and you can just watch it like an old-fashioned slideshow. You can do that on our YouTube channel, of course. So these screenshots, they they start off with our boy Dante from Devil May Cry. He, the original Demon Slayer, is back, and he is a playable character i think you got to pay for him if i'm not mistaken but uh he's on there um there's some various demons that you'll be uh seeing in this one a mysterious old man in a wheelchair a lady in black as well as showing off some of the uh, fiend fusion the labyrinth of amalia as well as some other cool looking things if you want to check that out you know where to head to, or if you just want to glance through the pictures, you can do so via the link either on our Facebook or our Twitter accounts. Um, if you played Persona 4 Golden on your Steam account here recently, and you're like, man, I forgot how good that was. I would rather just watch this as animation. Well, if you have... Funimation, you can now watch that. As Persona 4, the golden animation is now available on that service. Um, I believe this was an addition of 25 episodes in this one. Um, oh, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. Whereas the original animation adaption was 25 with an OVA from blah, blah, blah. This <laughs> Persona 4 Golden Anime Edition comes from A1 Pictures and is only 12 episodes long. So, it's that's kind of short and sweet. You can probably get it all done in 12, depending on how long they were. Um, people in North America and Canada can watch it with Japanese voice acting and English subtitles if they choose to do so. Uh, of course, this can also be found on Crunchyroll if you've got that service. You could have already done that. Um, apparently before. Uh, speaking of Persona, uh, you know, this may be kind of hard times. Maybe you're living paycheck to paycheck, but um, you still got your need for some Persona cool merchandise. Well, there is a pre-order going on uh, starting oh, now. You can do that for Haru ok- Okumura. She's got a new figure, and this is from Persona 5 Royal now, because it's based on her all-out attack finish, kind of her sitting down for her cup of tea with her axe at the table. It's got the table, it's got the chair, and it's got her all complete. I believe there's even, um, you can have mask on or off, the hat on or off as well. It is a strikingly good-looking figure and set at one-seventh scale, Measuring at 23 centimeters. Now, you say, oh man, that sounds awesome. Uh, let me go ahead and put down that pre-order. And then you click over there. And um, I don't know what you'd expect to pay for this. But I've not got $185 just laying around <laughs> to spend on that. Um, it's super awesome. It's probably worth it. But man, that is expensive for a figure. For sure. I've seen that. I've seen that you know here recently that there's been some pretty expensive figures coming out and especially with everything going on in the world it kind of makes it like wow i know i ain't got that laying around that's for sure um monster hunter world iceborne developer diary final will be on august the 28th 
As the name implies, this will be the uh, the last one and include details of the fifth developer diary update. Um, you can watch that final at 2100 Japan Central Time. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of information going on about what this was going to include, but just just let you know that this one is very similar to the other ones, and uh, it'll be the last one as Monster Hunter World Iceborne is currently celebrating its one-year anniversary. So there'll be kind of a final update on everything that's coming up for Monster Hunter Iceborne. The last story I want to talk about is really no surprise, but... Um, Square Enix saw strong sales in the last quarter from Final Fantasy VII Remake, Trials of Mana, and Dragon Quest Walk, uh, amongst other titles. So this was uh, yeah, the quarter ending back on March the 31st. I dare say it's going to be even better uh, for next time. Uh, like other companies during the first quarter, Square Enix saw a big boost in sales and profit during the lockdown, most notably in digital Sales uh, profits were up uh, about 33 billion year over year, so that's pretty pretty good. Um, like I said, I dare say it's going. Oh wow, yeah. Here's in digital alone. There, is that right? Oh my goodness, it looks like that in the first quarter projected sales for 2021. It will. Um, it's pretty much the entire. They made in one quarter what they did all of the year before, it seems like. So, obviously, a big title like Remake helps <laughs> with something like that. But, you know, with, with the way it was, uh, digital was the way to go for a lot of these things. So, yeah, there's a lot of information that's in this article. I shared it over on um, on our Facebook and Twitter channels. You can check those out if you like. But, yeah, that's... We're seeing that all a lot of different places that, yeah, sales were pretty good digital. And uh, you can expect that's probably starting to level off about right now. Physical is still, you can still get physical from many different places and get it shipped to you. But just the ease of digital was a bit hard for people to pass up, especially while they're all cooped up and uh, totally couldn't, couldn't really leave their homes. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Like I said, it was going to be a little bit shorter today. Wasn't a whole ton of things going on, but we had some fun talking about a few different things here and there. Don't forget our Sunday special coming up this week. We're going to be talking with Hans all about some game, how it is gaming over there in Europe. Some of the differences between himself and I over here in the States. And I've got another uh, interview actually coming up the week after. Still trying to nail down the details, but um, had a young man contact me who's who just released a game on Steam, I believe, and he's going to talk about it and the game-making process, some of the JRPGs that inspired him to make this game as well as uh, others. So still trying to get all the details of that. I'll, I'll kind of tell you a little bit more about that one next week that's going to do it for episode 129 my name is james fisher thank you so much for tuning in i will see you guys again on sunday and again next week on wednesday with more news all about the jrpgs we love so very much see you guys next time get back out there and level up